0: This is a presentation of the Pitch Podcast Network. Hello, hello, and welcome to Streetwise, the podcast extension of The Pitch from Kansas City. I am your host and the editor-in-chief of The Pitch, Brock Wilbur. How are you guys today? Having a fun one? Enjoying the weather? Well, if you enjoy being outside, let me tell you about today's sponsor. (laughs) Uh, worlds of fun is now accepting applications for all positions including ride operators lifeguards cashiers cooks and bartenders all positions come with competitive pay paid training and best of all free admission <laughs> leadership positions are available working at worlds of fun means you will receive worlds of friends worlds of flexibility and worlds of experience literally it's worlds of fun get a head start now on your worlds of fun opportunity apply at worlds of or text FUN to 97211. I do actually really wish <laughs> that I could work at a water park. Uh, I would love to be splashed all day. I am always hot. seems like the water would be uh, a delightful treat. Um, I've always thought I would have done very well uh, at a theme park, perhaps uh, doing the, uh, the reading of the safety instructions at the top of the ride it's fun to do a podcast voice uh old nice fun radio guy i I think people would actually listen to me they would put their seatbelts on before doing the ride it does not help that i am absolutely (laughs) terrified of roller coasters uh when we would do worlds of fun trips as uh as kids uh with my whole class um they would ride the rides and i would cry uh standing in line at the thought of doing so and then get out of line. Uh and as uh, like a six foot tall fourth grader, uh people seeing me cry made them uncomfortable. Uh and I'm not better at it now. But that shouldn't stop you from applying for a job. Um how is everybody doing today? This is actually the one year anniversary of the podcast, uh which feels weird. Uh I'm not sure why it should. Time has no meaning anymore. Um, here we are, uh, in the same place that we were a year ago. Uh, sure. It's been a year. That's fine. I'm still in this basement. Uh, I still try not to let the cats down here. The cats still get down here. It is what it is. I have a dog now. That's what's changed. I have a dog. Uh, anyway, (laughs) this has been a really fun show to be doing. Uh, we've, we've just had uh, a tremendous time. Nick's music corner has always been a blast. Like I love maybe every track we've played. Uh, and have gone out and bought so many albums from these bands, which, uh, this has been as, especially as somebody moving to Kansas city, a great introduction to, uh, several decades of just awesome music. We've had, uh, Jason's silky smooth voice reading our stories every week. Ah, what a, what a treat we are to have him and, uh, and a huge thank you to Terrence, uh, for always editing the show, uh, and taking out the parts where I do uh, little sing songs to myself. Uh, or uh, fuck up all the words. Uh, it's important uh, that he's there, and I appreciate and love him. He is the best boy in the entire world, and I would die for him. Uh, anyway, this is the one year. Um, <laughs> what what do you say about a podcast on its one year? Every week it is about me talking. Why would I talk more about me talking to celebrate my talking? It is what it is. I think I deserve a high five. Maybe that's <laughs> that's probably fine, um, but then we can move on. I think we can move on past that. That's um. I don't know. Do I do I get myself a cake? Do I do I make myself a cake? What is it? What is it that I do here next? Hmm. Anyway, uh, we have a reading today uh, of a piece about when do buffets come back it's from liz cook and it's in our most recent magazine uh it's read by jason from stolen dress entertainment obviously um yeah this was one that uh the pitch came in uh from her saying i want to write about buffets and as per usual i was like liz i don't know where it's going but let's you take me there i i'm sure the i'm sure when the words come in i'll say yeah of course this makes sense what a perfect Liz piece and
1: this is such a perfect Liz piece. So, uh, Jason, take it away. Buffet in the Fray. When Can We Seat for All You Can Eat? By Liz Cook. High up on my list of wild post-pandemic fantasies, somewhere between being trampled in a concert hall and kissing strangers on the mouth, is eating lunch at an Indian buffet. I miss the opulence of hotel pans brimming with masoor Dal and Malai Kofta. I miss the tottering pyramid of golden brown samosas, The stacks of speckled poppadum. What I miss most is so basic, I'm almost embarrassed to admit it in these pages. Cold onion chutney, rouged like a dance mom, sharp and piquant and sweet all at once. I would, did, eat it solo with a spoon. As far as the KCMO Health Department is concerned, I can make my fantasy a reality anytime I want. Buffets are back on the COVID-safe menu. Michelle Pekarski, the department's public information officer, confirmed customers can even serve themselves from buffet stations now, as long as they're masked and as long as the restaurant sanitizes serving eating areas and objects every 90 minutes at minimum. But that doesn't mean the Metro's Indian restaurants are ready for us to grab a plate. It's too scary, says D. Stevens, general manager of Taj Palace on West 39th. Even with everyone getting the vaccine right now, even with social distancing and how often we're wiping things down, It's just too scary. Stevens is the restaurant's certified food manager, the first point of contact when a city health inspector comes calling. She knows what it takes to keep a buffet line safe. Before the pandemic, she had to constantly police customers who would try to reuse plates and utensils on their trips through the buffet line. That level of supervision is exhausting outside of a global health emergency. Inside of one, it can feel impossible. Stevens has been frank about those challenges with customers, She was getting so many calls and questions about the buffet that she posted a video response on the restaurant's Facebook page in March. In the video, she speaks directly to the camera, a brightly colored mask tucked beneath her chin. Let's get it clear right now, she says. We're in the middle of a pandemic. There's no way we're going to have a buffet. Closing down the buffet had consequences. The lunch buffet at Taj Palace was a major revenue source, especially on weekends. Losing it meant losing employees. Stevens herself was laid off for a few months. But steady growth in carryout orders has helped sustain the restaurant. The return of dine in service has made a difference, too. What once seemed like a foregone conclusion, the return of the buffet, is now up in the air. My owner, Risham Singh, and I talk about it every night. We both kind of feel like, until COVID's gone or manageable, it's not going to come back. And I don't know if it will come back even then. The surprising sticking point food waste. It's easy to deride buffets for their caloric excess, the permission slip they sign for our gluttony. For restaurateurs, the concern isn't how much people eat, but how much they leave behind. Stevens notes that many buffet customers pile plates high with food, but only graze on few bites. The restaurant throws the rest away. Food waste has a financial cost, of course, but the buffet's always been a moneymaker. It's a different cost that bothers her and Singh. We consider food to be an honor and precious, Stevens says. And to watch people waste like they do, it's morally wrong. Taj Palace isn't the only Indian restaurant making these kinds of calculations. Korma Sutra and Lenexa has been buffetless for months, even though Johnson County guidelines allow buffets to operate as normal. And owner Baljeet Singh says the lunch buffet isn't coming back. I press him a bit. Even after the pandemic has ended? Even if we really do get back to normal? 1,000%, Singh says. No more buffet he mentions a couple reasons. It's hard to accommodate customers with food allergies on a buffet, for one, but his concerns mirror Stevens', Mostly a lot of food waste every day. For his part, Singh says he hasn't taken much of a financial hit since he shut down the buffet. His customers have been loyal. Some families get carryout three times a week. He tries to show his gratitude in return. He tucks extra food in customers' bags, doles out free ice cream for their kids, he says he doesn't need the buffet to make his customers feel like kings. But Indian buffets are more than just moneymakers or hunger satiers. They're also a crucial entry point into the cuisine for diners from different cultural backgrounds. Lunch buffets provide a low-cost, low-commitment way for diners to extend their appetites beyond butter chicken and tikka masala. For that reason alone, they're unlikely to disappear from the metro dining scene entirely. Gurdev Dial, owner of Siva Cuisine of India near Liberty, has some of the same misgivings about buffets as his metro counterparts. He worked as a KCMO health inspector for years and is clear-eyed about the risks buffets present right now. He's seen diners waste a lot of food at Siva, too, and it bothers him. But D'All isn't ready to give up the steam tables just yet. In the before times, he'd watch families come in for the lunch buffet and sample dishes, then come back for dinner to order a new favorite. I think they, buffets... Were important to introduce our food to new people who have not tried it before, he says. It was a good way to stay in touch with people. Like Stevens, D'All says he's been fielding a lot of calls from customers about when the buffet will return. And despite all of the risks and challenges and chaos of buffet service in and outside of a pandemic, he wants to give the people what they want. People accepted us, and we have to accept their requests also. They have been supporting our families for years, and if they want the buffet, we can work with that. Still, when the buffet does return, it's likely to be on weekends only. The weekday lunch buffet was never that profitable. Plus, D.L. says, sounding just a little bit guilty, it is a bit easier now, actually. COVID-19 is unlikely to be the demise of the Indian buffet locally, but it has driven some restaurants to consider whether they still want to host our modern bacchanalia when vaccines prevail. Food waste and sustainability are growing concerns for restaurants across cuisines and price points. If we want to keep the opulence of buffets, we might have to think more critically about how we patron them. As for my onion chutney, Taj Palace has graciously included small cups with my carryout when I ask. I might not be able to nab a buffet-sized portion anytime soon, but if escaping a global pandemic means downsizing my condiment consumption, that's a sacrifice I can live with.
0: Today's podcast is brought to you by Authentic Kansas City, uh, which hosts weekly safe meetups on Saturday evenings so you can make meaningful connections. Uh, Authentic KC is all about uh, authentic relating, which is a practice described as the fast track to friendship. It's a collection of games that cultivate connection in a meaningful and deep way. And on a practical level, it's a gathering with great people and fun activities built to deepen friendships. The group gathers every week on Saturday evenings at 5.30 in Loose Park for Authentic-Relating Game Nights. Authentic Kansas City believes in creating a safe space to connect in real life because they take the issues of online isolation, loneliness, and human connection very seriously, especially after a year spent trapped in our homes. Pre-registration is required, so find them at AuthenticKansasCity.com or Facebook at AuthenticKCMO, Authentic Kansas City, a safe place to connect in real life. Uh, Anyway, folks... As always, it is time for Nick's Music Corner.
2: Hello, I'm Nick basic music editor for The Pitch, here with this week's local music recommendation. This Friday, April 9th, True Lions, the Kansas City-based floss-punk alt-pop supergroup led by Allison Hawkins, releases their debut full-length The Fempire Strikes Back on Manor Records. After two EPs in 2019, this collection of songs sees the band continuing their ability to confront serious subject matter with a light and often silly approach. As True lions put it, they maintain an anti-patriarchal agenda while still having a fun party time, calling it carbonated honesty. The collective of women, non-binary, trans, boy, vegan folk, features at various times Elizabeth Costco, Terry Quinn, Claire Adams, 80 AD Rocket Dancy, Ariana Namadi, Cujo, Iona DeWalt, and Mickey P, all of whom make music in myriad other ways, making this probably one of the few times the super in supergroup is so apt. We premiered True Lion's You're Not Invited EP when it was released two years ago, so we're really excited to be bringing you a track-by-track breakdown of The Vampire Strikes Back by Alison Hawkins at the pitch this Friday, wherein they tie songs to the femme spired characters with which they resonate. In the meantime, here's the first single from The Vampire Strikes Back, Carrot Cake, which finds the little things in quarantine to which you can look forward, like starting a garden, growing your own veggies, and then making cake. Here's Carrot
1: Cake. <laughs>
0: of music today's episode is brought to you by records with merit records with merit over in westport my favorite record store in town you can visit them in person or you can find them online at recordswithmerit.com uh we have coming up record store day 2021 pretty (laughs) stoked on this one um just got the listing of all the releases that are coming out um john carpenter soundtracks uh, Ghosts of Mars and Village of the Damned are hitting Love Village of the Damned Ghost of Mars uh which is uh a movie set on Mars where Marilyn Manson uh runs a, a gang of cannibals uh not my favorite uh, it, the soundtrack to that one <laughs> sounds like he he found 90s guitars for the first time and tried to make like a new metal album and and it is it is hilariously bad I'm almost certainly going to get it Uh, There's a new Matt Bellamy record, a solo record from the guy from Muse. I did not know this until just now. Uh, Some great Cure releases. Oh, and the Cold War Kids. Uh, They've been releasing a bunch of EPs throughout the pandemic. Those are all getting collected into one album. We are not out of the seas yet, and I've already spent too much money in my head. That is what happens At Records with Merit, especially on Record Store Day, I would like to thank them for the number of times that I've uh, been allowed to buy more than what was supposed to be the maximum number of records. I always miss the sign on the door uh, about what that number should be uh, and then make a pile. And no one's ever been mad at me. They have still taken my money. And thank you for that. I I appreciate it because it would be uh, awkward to put it back, but it's even more awkward to cheat the system. E, I don't come off great in this one. Anyway, this is an ad for Records with Merit. Go go visit them. Go say hi to Merit. It's fun. Uh, and it's also fun. Say hi to either of them. They're wonderful. And I miss shows at their place. Can't wait to see shows again. Anyway, so great to have them sponsoring the show. Um, and today is the first time, uh, hilariously, of course it would be, on our one-year <laughs> episode, that all three of my interviews for this week uh bailed at the last second so there is no interview this week everyone gets to leave class early um kind of nice uh we're, we're doing the short one you got to hear the music you got to hear about buffets i i read some ads to you uh and tried to make them funny uh they are what they are uh and that's that's our one year i again um Jason, Nick, Terrence, you've been incredible. Thank you to everyone at the pitch team uh for supporting this, uh making the show uh as great as it normally is, uh, even if today's is is trunk rated. And you know what? I get it. I get to have I get to have a light day to go walk a dog in a park. This is how I celebrate my one year. Uh thank you to everyone that listens to this. It has been such a delight to be making this for you the whole time. Uh, This next year will only be better than before. Uh, We have some changes planned. We have some cool stuff coming up. Uh, We're going to add some features to the show. It's going to be a fun time. Uh, We're just going to keep getting better at at doing what this this is. Uh, Just like I hope out there somewhere you're getting better at whatever it is you're doing. No pressure, but like, um, yeah, I'm sure you're working on something. I'm sure you're doing some sort of home improvement or self-improvement or... Just trying to be happy, and I hope that uh, I hope that this weekend you're like five percent better at it than normal. You you get a buff. Good on you. Uh, thank you so much for being a part of what we do. Uh, check out the news and uh, opinions and other crazy shit that we put up every day at thepitchkc.com. Uh, we are out there trying to be the best voice possible for you. Uh, this week was a particularly tricky week. Uh, A lot of things up there, including uh, some of our in-person coverage of what was happening at homeless encampments around the city. Uh, Just a real tricky emotional time. Um, And and I I think our coverage really captures a lot of what's going on uh, there and just how... How multifaceted the approach needs to be to being better to our fellow man. Anyway, that's all up there. If you ever feel like supporting our work, toss us a few bucks over at thepitchkc.com. Thank you for listening. As for always, pitch in and we'll make it. Love you guys. Bye.